Welcome everyone to the Game of Play itself, episode 31. We are live again with you on the Twitch and on the YouTubes. I'm Log Team Maker, aka Will McKellar, and joining me, as always, is Gug Gug Boogles. I'm I'm Gub Gub Boogles. Yes, you're Gub Gub, Gub Boogles. I, I, I'm trying to remember where this oh, is yeah, from. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you are Gub Gub Boogles. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right, because Atarable Boyfriend finally went up. <laughs> I finally released that, that's right. You did, you did, so I decided, I decided what... Gub Gub Boogles. I watched this, and then it had Gub Gub Boogles. I'm like, what? The actual... <laughs> you left, and Chris and I had, had had a few drinks, and then there's a dating sim, and that's what happens. But are we going to find out the continuing adventures of Gug Gub Boogles? Probably. It's, it's <laughs> on the list of things to do. Because we want to know. We want to know what, he, what happens to her. To her, yeah. It, 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 is, it is a her. That. We know it's a her. We know it's a her. There, there was the debate there for a while. Yep. <laughs> Until we got confirmation. Confirmation. Yeah, when she's the only pigeon in the school. Or a female pigeon in the school. It's like, wait, what? Non-female. She's not. No, she's a human. It's not even a. Not even. A, not even a pigeon. It's actual human. So she's just hiding, hiding in a pigeon's body. Then, it's like, no, it's. It, she's. She's a human. <laughs> just schoolgirl going to an all pigeon academy. Don't. Don't know why. That, that just make, yeah, that just makes it even. Yeah, that doesn't make it sound better, really, does it? It doesn't. It really doesn't. The pigeon love. But also joining us, with his sultry tones. It's Chris Hagelman. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Short, sweet, snappy stuff. <laughs> Hello. It's me. What's up, guys? Let's go. Hello. This is gonna be it's the uh, this is gonna be the, the quietest podcast you've ever heard. We're just gonna, gonna be quiet. One. It's gonna be mellow. Gonna entire time. <laughs> it's great. It's awesome. Hi and uh, welcome to the. Uh, TGWPIS uh, ASMR. Yeah. ASMR. PODCAST. Start rubbing our microphones. <laughs> totally not planned for this, but it's good. So, I can take it from this, uh, this then. You, you haven't had a great week. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that's all. Touch the surface with the week, you know, it's not been great. I've 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 done things been busy with the stuffs. I've been busy with a cold, you know, but yeah. Yeah, you, you were laid out for a while. Which is quite quite you know so knocked me silly for a couple of days. I'm like, what the hell? But you know, I'm almost back. I'm almost back hundred percent, but you know, I just had to get back into doing doing the, the streaming and the, and the podcasting and all that sort of stuff so you know we're back and we're ready to go which tonight uh we have the usual sort of bit we have a couple of new stories we're going to talk about game blast and what we've been playing this week so um the biggest one that had been drawn to my attention before we came on air again was um ubisoft have decided to delay uh, South Park, the fractured butthole. Now, you think, okay, that's fine. Yeah, they're going to delay it at times. We know this. We've been long, you know, in the games 
industry long enough to know now that that's nothing new. What, what slight difference is the the window that they've moved the delay to? Now it's any time from the first of April to the thirty first of March next year. <laughs> so it could come out any time for then. <laughs> they haven't said yet for it. So um is this a sign that the game could be in trouble? Or Probably they just, not. <laughs> yeah, they just they just they're just taking extra time and just not telling people to try and go, yeah. It's it's a it's a very Trey Parker and uh, move. It's a very South Park move. It's just like it's gonna be done. What's gonna be done? You guys are gonna like it or not? It's basically they don't care what you think. They're going to release the game when it's good. But I mean, in a way, it's a good thing that they haven't put another solid release date on it so people can't get you know wound up saying oh it's not out on this day <laughs> back to russia and all that whereas this way they've, they've left it open so when they do have a proper date i guess then it's you know it's back to the the hype train because I, I think the only people that be really really pissed are the people who've already pre-purchased it like you make me <laughs> i'd like my game please that i'm paid for <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> Hello, no. <laughs> just remember, you could you could be like PewDiePie, who pre-ordered uh, the Last Guardian from a Swedish game store that is now out of business. Yeah. <laughs> way back in two two thousand seven, two thousand eight, was that? Yeah, this is way back. <laughs> that was supposed <laughs> to be a launch title, right? That was a PlayStation Three launch title. <laughs> it, it was pretty close to it, if, if it wasn't a launch. Because it was when it was when the the big games that there was a big hope for the PS3. It's like, yeah, look what a PS3 can do on PS4. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look at what look at what the PS4 can emulate. <laughs> that slipped by, didn't it? Oops. <laughs> but hey, now you can have it on like an external hard drive. You can put it on there and pretend it was a part of the PS3. Because well, you know, way back when PS3s did that before PS4s. <laughs> Not that I'm jabbing at Sony in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> but anyway, the, the other bit of news that's out uh, is um, E3 this year, right? So get your wallets open. It's opening to the public for the first time. So their crowds last year must have really, really taken a nosedive for them to do this. Because if you wanted to get a normal... A normal ticket for it, $250. If you wanted an early bird for it, you're looking $150. An early bird, huh? Yep. <laughs> early bird. <laughs> early birdie one for it. It's like, I'm looking at it going, how much? Because I'm looking at it for, yeah, I want to, you know, I want to go to E3. That would be nice. I'm sure you guys would as well. Probably. I actually could go. Anyways, regardless yeah. if they opened it up or not. Actually, all of us could. We are press. Yeah, yeah. whether they actually give us a press pass for it or not. It's a different buy a press pass. Well, no, like, the press don't get press passes for E3. They just go get passes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> He's all tied up and go, yeah, we're supposed to be here. Here, give us a ticket right now. I know Bob in accounting. You know there's, Bob in accounting, there's, right? There's no, there's no special ticket. It's just, you either, you can either go or you can't. So it's a very That's binary a system. It's, it's, yes. it's on or off, yes or no. <laughs> yeah, because like, you know, the tribe of PS Nation people gets, gets, are going there again this year. It's like, whoa, how many? It's, like, it's almost like a clown car that pulls up and loads of them get out. There's just all hill press. Oh, okay. But it's, it, it's something I wouldn't mind doing at some point. It's just travel. Halfway around the world. <laughs> yeah. That's the expensive part, really. Yeah, that that's that's the huge bit. If we can we can get that barrier done, <laughs> then we're all good free free. I mean, that's if they even let you in the country. Well, I oh, yeah, a good point. Yeah, I've got to protect. I've got to pretend. No, no, like, it's yeah. fine. UK's fine. He's good. UK's <laughs> it's good. <laughs> yeah, Scottish. You know, maybe Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's like your <laughs> golden ticket, biatch. Loud exit. <laughs> Hmm. They might not let me back out of the states though afterwards. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Would you be like Tom Hanks? You're just stuck in the airport. So you can't. You, your visa's expired, so you can't come back to the states. But like, you can't go back to Britain because Britain doesn't know if it's in or out yet. So you're just like, well, shit. <laughs> it's, not even, it's not even that far. I get stuck in the, the actual conference center. They're all packing up. It's like, can you come out? Oh, it's like, no. Technically, it's two they're years and they're up. still working on it, so you got it wrong. Oh! <laughs> Thank you, random fact check. Fact checked. <laughs> and, and technically, that doesn't make the joke any less more funny. Go away. <laughs> we don't. They can't hear me. <laughs> it just gives us even better bit, but. <laughs> So yeah, if you want to go to free and you're not pressed and you go and get a normal ticket for a restaurant. Just a ticket. $250 and it's yours. Or $150 you did it now. but It, it just feels like a more really, really expensive compared to, you know, EGX. Well, here's a question. What's, what's Comic-Con cost? San Diego. I don't know. I... It's... <laughs> Comic-Con San Diego 2017 ticket prices. Let's find out. Because uh, we're going to... Badges range from 40 to 50. Uh, junior badges are 20 to 27. So that's... That's very reasonably priced. Very reasonably priced. <laughs> wow, I was expecting it to be a that's lot more. actually cheaper than Kineticon. Wow. Okay. That's I know. What's, what's PAX... PAX East. Uh, PAX is like 70-something. It's, it's a bit higher. PAX so, East is, uh, I believe, 75 for a three-day. So, so, San Diego Comic-Con is cheaper than uh, PAX East. I mean, you literally can't... Well, it's, all, it's also got the age there, so like it, it has some leeway with the convention center versus yeah, yeah. PAX, which is younger... Um, I guess the, I guess like the, they're keeping the badges cheap because well, you need to like find a hotel in San Diego. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 the killer there. Oh, versus uh, versus finding a hotel in Boston, which is like across the street. There's three. Yeah. <laughs> or like it's a train. It's like a like a two hour train ride away from like 
pretty much any of your other New England city. Yeah. Because, hell, even going to an award show over here in London is cheaper than going to E3. <laughs> it's like 40 quid for a public ticket for the BAFTAs. Well, here's the thing, is that E3's ticket pricing is a bit more comparable to, like, actual industry trade shows. Okay. Because I'll use a... You know, we'll we'll go with the industry I I work in right now, uh, Concrete World. Uh, I believe the ticket there was 300 for the the full event. And you could could sort of say, well, if there is a a bit here, there is um, MCV. I mean, there one of their award shows that's coming up next month. I mean, there's about 275 for a ticket. So, the, it, you, you're looking at it, it's quite comparable, I guess, to that, but... Yeah, like, yeah. compared to, to little... To, to not little, but, um... Comparing it to, like, an entertainment thing. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you're going to go to the entertainment room, you go, WrestleMania... <laughs> What's the price of a ticket there? Well, on the floor, you're probably looking about 250 dingles upwards, about three grand for a ringside seat. <laughs> so, you can put it in that little ballpark as well if you really want it. But. Yeah, the, uh, I'm not seeing a, a price offhand for, uh, for the event, but like the on site registration is an additional $85 to whatever it is. And like a badge wow. replacement is thirty five, so you're looking at probably something to double to triple that, if not significantly more. So, so they're wanting public there, but they're just not what they're wanting the public to pay for the privilege. <laughs> really, pay for the privilege. Yeah, it's more or less what it is. Bastards. Bastards. I mean, it's it's basically just been a giant uh, press event, really. Hmm. That's what E3 was. So, I mean, it's, I'm happy yeah. that it's open to the public. I'm just like trying to understand the pricing structure. Uh, it, and and you want to know what? I bet you they sell out. I, I bet oh, you they'll they'd... definitely sell out. They will, like hands down. Yeah, it's, oh. yeah, they'll yeah. definitely. However, we're going to face another issue where the developers are going to be building their their structures not for. They're going to be building all of their stuff uh, for the event, not for other developers, not for people who are there understanding the back end of everything already. They're going to be building it for the, the average gamer who doesn't necessarily know anything about the development. Right. So, that's where I think we're going to see a massive dip in the actual like quality of the shows there. And also the fact that with, with some of the um, other devs and publishers, they're not going to be have a big, huge presence at E3 apart from in the back. You know, the over upstairs where you, you know you have the press coming in that wanting to do interviews and that with them, kind of like last year with E3. It's like EA even because EA Play last year when they decided to do one in LA and one in London, you know that wasn't part of E3. So you've got other bits like that as well. So that's a big reason why they're going, oh, this looked a bit empty. Should we get public in? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. I just, you know, you can't really blame them. I just think it it was just about maybe one one or two years too late. You know, if they wanted public in, have them there. So then... They could have said to the publishers, "Look, this is the people that wanted to come in and play your games. Why not still be with us?" 
you know, give a bit of a leverage bit rather than just wait until the horse is bolted, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. The uh, I do see E3 expanding significantly by doing this, um, especially since it is it is such a big move for the event itself. Um, since they're going to be opening up to the public, I think they're they're going to have a massive surplus of uh, of expected invites. So they're probably going to have to expand the event itself. Um, uh, my my prediction here is that. By opening it up to the public, year one, E3 is going to explode. Year two, it's probably going to keep increasing. Year three, they may have to run a second show or a second location. Um, so it's, Depending it's, on the scaling of it. It's going to turn into a Comic-Con, which is like spread over a couple hotels and yes. conventions. It's like a convention center or a couple hotels. Yeah. It sounds like it's going to become like an EGX in a way, where you're going to have because EGX is now it's been for a few years two versions of it. You know, you got the one in September for Birmingham, and then you got the Res, which is more sort of the PC indie games focus one that's down at the, the Tobacco Dock. So to me, that sounds a bit like what maybe that it could become because they're 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 mostly you know you think well they're press but they're public as well. So you know it's intermingling. Which that's that's to me what it sounds like it's going to become or Gamescom is the better better thing I could say because the public can get to that and that's fucking huge in Leipzig. Yeah. So so yeah, that's that. Uh, that's the news. And um, the other bit of news we should really do is uh, Game Blast in two weeks. Yeah. I'm uh. Yeah. I'm ready. I already have the game I'm going to do. It's going to be great. And it's not its not what you expect. It's, it's, oh, now this is intriguing. Yes. Yes, this is very intriguing. I'm going to probably play a little bit of it tonight. I may even stream a little bit of it tonight. Oh, it's a preview. Nice. Ah. So, like... If it, you'll come watch us play this and donate money to help, you know, special effects. Yeah, oh, I like it. It's a new oh, game. Like it. it just came out. Oh, oh, is it out this week or is it out today? Out this week, not out today. I th- I think I know what it is. Okay, I'm gonna tell everybody. <laughs> you can guess. Yeah. You can. <laughs> or... Is it n- Neo? You mean Noi? Yeah, yes. Video. Yes, I got Noi. It is a Souls like game. Yes, the um, one that Ed was on about. <laughs> should have bought it. Should have bought it. It's like, probably. Yeah. I, I bought it. And he can tell if he wants to. He can watch me play it. Because I, I, I've seen people play it already and it's like, ooh, okay. Very Ninja Gaiden like as well. So Yeah, well, it's. it's, it's Ninja Gaiden team made it so. <laughs> so is that the only game you're going to be playing at it, it, Game Blast it, until I get frustrated? <laughs> it's <laughs> one hour. So yeah, I'm 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 not giving myself a whole lot there, but you know, a little bit of time in that. See, so, I'm 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 not 100 percent certain what I'm going to be playing on on my bit my stint. I know Rocket League is going to be a part of it. Okay. That I can say. Because, you know, get the community involved, get them playing. If they want to play, though, they have to donate this time. 
they want to join in and do it, they have to donate, and the donation is a minimum of ten pounds. It's for the kids, people. It's exactly. It's, it's, you know, it's for special effect. It's, it's so if you you want to join us, put your money where your where your mouth is, and then you can come and kick kick my ass all over a pitch if you want. You know. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I, I don't know what else as well. I mean, people are keep going, well, pinball, pinball. It's like, no, stop it. Stop it now. We, we've, we, we've been there. We, we all know what happens when Will pin, streams pinball for 24 hours. Yeah, it's kind of like... <laughs> for over a couple of days afterwards, really. <laughs> Is that what, how it happens? So yeah, so join us for the 25th and 26th of february for this um it starts at 9 p.m uk time through and goes right through to 9 p.m uk time on sunday it started out by james james will be starting us off uh, yes. for about eight hours i believe it is it's just until somebody relieves me fair enough <laughs> then i believe it's yourself Chris, or i would have to relieve myself it's <laughs> <laughs> not on stream <laughs> you don't know that it all depends on depends <laughs> It all depends on the angle, too. Like, yeah. we, we can't actually do that, so long as it's not on camera. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, see, it was, it's good. It's like, what are you doing, games? Nothing. It's fine. <laughs> Don't act like you've never had a laptop and raided World of Warcraft while taking a dump. <laughs> this guy has! <laughs> In his college uh, I'm dorm! I'm happy to say, happy to say I haven't. <laughs> not one of my proudest moments, but goddamn it, I was not losing out on the DKP. <laughs> I have never reached max level in WoW. That's good. That, that that is that is a big brag. Not like me with my character that has eighty days of playtime. That's huge. That's Eric Cartman level. <laughs> no, that's that's fucking nothing. That's nothing. It's over ten years. <laughs> it's a drop of the bucket. And also, some of it may not have been me the entirety of the time. It may have been help of a robot friend. Beep boop beep boop. I don't have a subscription there right now, so I'm okay if Blizzard bans me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting on the actual podcast edit now to see a picture of a robot or gif of a robot. <laughs> Why did they program me not to tank? Wait, hold on. How many, how many days did you say? 80? 80. 80 days of uh, playtime? Yeah. Around the world of Warcraft in 80 days. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to say I've got another another thousand hours on you on Dota 2. Uh I, I think your addiction is a little worse, a little, a little, a little better. I should say, a little better than mine. <laughs> no, no, and I'll tell you why mine's a little worse. Because I paid fifteen dollars a month for those eighty days. You may have, you may have played money into Dota, but it was your choice too. It's true. It was your choice. I willingly paid up front. <laughs> anyway, well, seeing as I've paid, I might as well play it. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly the thing it's like, well, I spent the 15 bucks might as well get my month's worth about 3 days in well fuck this game <laughs> I'm done <laughs> and then you just put the bot to it it's like here bot you play it <laughs> go harvest <laughs> me minerals bot 
<laughs> so yeah, so after after James's stint has come to an end, it'll be over to Chris for a few hours, and then I shall be turning up, all fresh face, and go right. Okay, what's going on here then? And then taking over for the final twelve hours, unless Ed joins us, because Ed might be joining us. Keith said he wants to be doing part of it as well, so we don't know what's happening with him. So just come along to the you know to twitch.tv forward slash tigwhippy or my or my own one at Love Team Maker and then we'll, we'll just find out with we'll us. You know, let, let's have this magical mystery tour. This this is this is gonna be a bog standard game will play itself operation, which means we won't know until ten minutes beforehand, where ten minutes beforehand <laughs> is an hour after when we're actually supposed to start. Yeah, you know I won't get done till about half ten at night. It's like we <laughs> we finishing nine. It's like yeah, so did I. <laughs> it's like Monday and like Will's like why James hasn't even started yet. <laughs> Where has he been? <laughs> you were like what? What? <laughs> oh, th- that eighteenth compared to the like the uh, I thought we were doing it on the twenty sixth. No, the twenty fourth. Oh, <laughs> my bad. It's like, yeah, 2017, uh, 2018 is like, what? It's next, Luckily, I today. mean, here's the thing. I technically could play World of Warcraft. And by play, I mean maybe record myself for eight hours just doing running commentary about regard whatever else. Well, <laughs> well totally bastardizing our name. <laughs> yes, just digging our name into our... What these fuckers? Yeah, they they, they ruined the charity event. What? This guy? <laughs> what do you mean? I just gave great commentary during the background. I mean, I didn't say that I was the one playing World of Warcraft. No, it, it, World of Warcraft was being played while I talked about things. Well, I was there watching it, and so we could let people just you know get the money coming in. <laughs> I mean, there was times where I walked away from my keyboard and I was still doing stuff on the game, so it's you know, it's fine to figure it out. It's, it's, it's good. <laughs> so yeah, the, so chaos could very well ensue. So you know, come along. It very on. will ensue. Yeah. Uh, I intend to pretty much exclusively read uh, sheet music from the fourteen hundreds. <laughs> Chris is just going to do an in real life stream. No, it's a, no. I I know what I'm doing my, for my first four hours. It's 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 just social gonna eating. social eating. <laughs> it's just gonna you're just gonna watch me eat from the same box of cheese. It's for like four hours, just staring at the camera, just the entire, just intensely, just eating cheese. It's like one at a time. First hour, I got to look at a phone book. Oh. Well, well, you have to. You have to interact with your chat. That's that's part of Twitch's community rules here. So, so yeah. So it's it's going to be a laugh, though, really. Oh, it's going to be uh, hilarious. So, Maybe if so Chris 20... joins into my part, we might have part two of Bum Got Googles <laughs> in the Boogles. <laughs> Gum Gum Boogles returns. In... If pe- people can make a choice, if you if they can, right? yes. they can also donate to get choices. They can they, they can they choose can what tra- what club we're gonna join because we haven't done that yet. True. True. So yeah, they yeah. can pay they can pay their way to to, to name the club. 
<laughs> you can help decide the fate of Gub Gub Boogles. And the game won't play itself into our boyfriend. I swear to God, sometimes See, I feel like I'm out play, of the door. Playing, playing weird mental games for the kids. For the kids. <laughs> it's for the, for kids. the kids. But speaking of games we've been playing, what games have we been playing this week? So I'll start off with... Chris, what have you been playing this week, matey? I actually have some actual news. Oh, Ooh, yeah. fantastic. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the... The esports scene is well underway. Uh, currently going on is the Dota 2 Asia Championships of 2017, and the it looks like LCS for uh, North America. So we've got some interesting things going going there. Um, the other day I was just like, hmm, I wonder what's going on in esports. I haven't actually paid attention to that in a long time, and I figure, you know, I may as well start doing that for this show. Because we are technically a news thing, we should do this. So the Dota 2 Championships right now, as it appears, is that uh, it looks like Faceless and Invictus are in the top. Uh, Team Liquid is a 5-0, Faceless is 5-1, Vitality is 4-1-2, Invictus 6-0, Vici is... Uh, 2-3-2. Bears is 4-2. C-Deck is 4-1-3. And uh, VGJ is 3-2-0. Uh, currently, the most successful player is Ice Ice Ice, for those of you who know what's going on with that. And it seems that Rubik is the most popular hero, which is bizarre. Because Rubik is really weird. Sometimes weird is good. Sometimes weird is good. I should yes. also mention, since we're talking about esports, uh, they also had the Counter Strike Global Offensi uh, Global uh, Offensive Finals in Atlanta, Georgia, which also uh, set the record for most concurrent views on Twitch with one point one point zero two six million concurrent viewers wow. on Twitch. Wow! Record setting. Record setting, and that and that it was, was awesome. a burner too. I actually watched that on TV, like. Cable TV, I watched the finals. <laughs> Which channel were they uh, broadcasting it on? TBS. Oh. Like, I know ESPN's trying to get an esports setup. Uh, they're, well. they're Heroes of the Storm. They're trying to push Heroes. I mean, I for me, it was like I had just finished watch, watching Tottenham play, and then I switched it over. I'm like, oh, look, it's CSGO. And I was like, wow, this is actually really interesting because the underdog team came back from a huge defeat to win it in the second half of uh, twin six to like basically win sixteen straight to force a, a one final round or one final game playoff. So they were down one zero. They went down like fourteen to two, fought their way back to win sixteen, and then played them and then whipped them in the final one. It was almost like the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of almost like the Super Bowl, uh, currently going on is the uh, Cloud9 versus Team Liquid match. We have uh, Impact as Maokai, we have Contracts as uh, Kha'Zix, we have Jensen as Rise, we have Sneaky as uh, Jin, we have Smoothie as Malzahar, Lorio as Rumble, Rainover as Rek'Sai, Golden Glue as Corky, Piglet as uh, fucking Varus and Matt as uh, I almost called her Zarya. Uh, that's the wrong person. Uh, 
the plant lady whose name I am not successfully doing. Um, but it seems like things are going in favor of um, Team Liquid, but that doesn't mean Jack's shit. Because they're on round two of three. Round one, uh, Cloud9 won by just an absolute, like, reversal. So uh, they, they were just kind of behind over and over and over again, and they just turned everything around on that round. So far, uh, Cloud9 is 6-0 and oh for win-loss. Team Liquid is 2-4. and four. And tomorrow, actually later on tonight, there's going to be uh, Immortals versus Team Dignitas. So that's uh, that's that for, for what I've got. We've got more games coming up and see how and things go. Also, a tournament, esports tournament happening in Leicester tomorrow of Hearthstone, for what I heard earlier, because I know Stacey Rebecca will be there. Ooh. I try to focus on MOBAs mostly because it's easy to track. There's three of them, and I understand MOBAs very well. I don't really understand other games very well as far as esports go. <laughs> just, That's all right. Just, just thing do's. Thing do's happen, and the, the, yeah, that just, it's the thing. The things and the stuff and the lots of money changing hands. <laughs> so anyway, what have you been playing this week, matey? Uh, what I've been playing is uh, a, a lot. Ugh. I've been jumping in and out of a bunch of things. I played some Overwatch again. Um, went up a little bit in my ranked, down a little bit. Uh, I actually mm -hmm. played a, a couple rounds of uh, what's it called? Heroes of the Storm. And um, yeah, that was fun. It was just pretty casual. I played some uh, StarCraft II custom maps with some friends, and that was that was enjoyable. Uh, I have not been able to play For Honor, mostly because my network really hates me, and I really don't want to have to handle fucking my ports all over the place again, because it... Eh. <sighs> we have two network administrators, and it gets messy real fast. Um, <laughs> so, uh, beyond that, I've been playing some... Uh, just chipping away at uh, Path of Exile, just kind of moving a little forward. The Dota 2 um, Dark Moon recently ended, and that was a very interesting uh, game mode. I never actually beat it, per se, so I never encountered the final boss, but it was really fun. It was interesting. It was new. Uh, I've been playing Binding of Isaac. Uh, I somehow managed to get the DLCs without ever owning the game itself. So I had both DLCs and the game was on sale at one point. So I was just like, yeah, fuck it. I'll buy it. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a $30 game, which is what the price tag was for the bundle. So I, th I think it's probably still about $10 at most, um, including the DLC. It just, it doesn't feel... It doesn't feel the tier of a thirty dollar uh, indie game. I've been trying to get, yeah, no, it's it, like tw twenty would be pushing it. Twenty would be really pushing it. Um, I was playing. Oh, okay. What? So, are we talking the Binding of Isaac? Or are we talking like the Binding of Isaac uh, Rebirth? Afterbirth Plus. Afterbirth Plus. And rebirth and all of that, all of it, the whole thing. Yeah, because um, as as it stands, uh, Binding of Isaac. Hey, what's the creep Bundaroo? Uh, I don't I don't know because I already own it. But it, it looks like 
Like maybe like the binding the binding of Isaac is like a four ninety nine game. Yeah. Let's have a look. I'll have a quick look at this while we're on the thing we saw as well. <laughs> yeah, okay. What so do you think of the actual game itself? The rebirth is fourteen rebirth, which is the base game, is fourteen ninety nine. Uh afterbirth is ten ninety nine. And then Afterbirth Plus is nine ninety nine, which neither of those gave enough to be worth that. Like, their DLC is around the pricing for what their game should be, which is what you can usually and get it at the summer sales times, which is probably when we bought it. Yeah, I'm not, and I know that the the developers on it they work really really hard, and they like they think very highly of. Uh, of like the praises and they think very keenly of the critiques um but like i just just being realistic on it i it doesn't feel like a game that would warrant that price tag right because uh, i mean i'm looking at it it's like it was about 10.99 for one of the bits and then you got complete version about 25 quid i'm like yeah okay fair enough maybe like that's, a bit. that's pushing hmm that's like I can tolerate it, but you really got to be a fan of the dudes themselves, anyways. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, I I don't know how I managed, but somehow I have both of the I had both of the DLCs when I uh, <laughs> when I made the purchase. So it was just like, yeah, okay, I'll just I'll grab the the game for a reasonable price. Um, I've been playing more Off World Trading Company, which you can see on my YouTube channel. Uh. I released episode two after so many hours of trying to get it to render correctly. Yeah. So, you don't even know, James. I do. You don't. I do. <laughs> the audio wouldn't render correctly at all. But only one track of audio. My audio is fine. My voice, perfectly fine. The rest of it compressed into six-second segments with a two-second interval of silence between it. It was so weird. I remember uh, where our, um, when I was using Game Show to record the podcast, our audio would desync off about two seconds, and I, and I couldn't figure out why or how. It was, it was the weirdest thing. Yeah, no, thing. That's, 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 that's an easier fix, though. But, like, when you're... When your finished render has its audio just butchered to such a disgusting degree. <laughs> just an abys it was an abysmal mess. Um, I played a little bit of Secrets of Grindia. Yeah. Just, just uh, slip slapped a few buttons on that. Um, I've opened up about like 14 games. Been playing Supreme Commander and Supreme Commander Two. My my personal goal for Supreme Commander um, is to be able to beat one of the cheating bots uh, <laughs> with the assistance of less than uh, four hard AI. <laughs> is there a lot of team bots then on this? <laughs> just like one, they did. They just decided to do the AI bit, so it's like. Well, the the actual so the the AI goes easy, regular, hard, sort of with some like you know different play styles in between. Then there's AI X, 
yeah. which is uh, which is the cheating bot. The AIX has vision on the map at all times globally. There's zero fog of war for them. Mm. Uh, they gain resources faster. They build things faster, and they play like a bot. <laughs> so they are in every respect better than you. <laughs> in a one-on-one fight, it is impossible to beat one. If if, if remember, I I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. I'm sure someone out there is good enough to manage their resources and time to get it perfect to beat the boss. But uh, it is almost impossible. Um, I opened up uh, Warhammer 40k uh, Dawn of War 1. And eh, I'm not feeling it too much. Like, oh, has it I, not aged well? Oh, uh, it's, it's... I don't know. It, just, it feels like the same thing as Command and Conquer. But like painted over with a skin that I am not 100% a fan of. So. Yeah, I mean, if it, yeah, I, could, I could see where you think, where you think that. Because I know well, we used to play years ago, Dawn of War. I mean, we used to, what we used to do was we used to have three of us sit in a, in a lobby waiting. Different colors. Yep, yep. Wait for other three random people to come in. And then within like 10 seconds to go before the start of the match, two of us change color to match the third. <laughs> and then just <laughs> jump on the others. It was great because we used to have, you know, just this just, just teamwork that just wiped the floor of other people. It was brilliant. Mm. And yeah, from seeing Dawn of War Three, I have seen how they've how they've done that, and it's, it's it could potentially be very good for this year. I kind I I hope it does well. Um... It's been a relatively like low uh, climb for the RTS genre. Um, I played a little bit of uh, Grey Goo again, and I haven't really gotten anywhere with it. But um, it just it makes me miss like the the Dune series very yeah. distinctly. That was a series that by far. I felt was a much more solid game than like, and th- this is just on my own personal feeling. It it feels better to play that than pretty much any other game that I've played. Um, the micro isn't as meticulous to it, so it's a little. It, it is a lot more casual. I'll say that too. It is a lot more casual in that respect. Yeah. Um, but it also it doesn't have. The thing it doesn't have is a unit limit. And that's always been really interesting. I understand that sometimes unit limits need to be in there for balance reasons. There's only so powerful you can make a thing uh, before uh, you need to put some sort of hindrance on it. But... Yeah, otherwise you'll just have this crowd of just yeah. <laughs> filling up your screen and then it just really lags because you got about 400,000 troops just coming in. But the thing I noticed about the uh, about like the Emperor battle for Dune and Dune was that um, each unit didn't like even running them on computers when it was relatively new for the time. You could still have hundreds and hundreds of units of each type 
without bogging down your system. So, like, it, whatever they did, whatever Westwood did during that, it worked really well. And I think it has something to do with the fact that not every single unit was some level of, like, skill. It didn't necessarily have that. Yeah. Um, most of them were just kind of, like, group and right-click versus things like... Uh, like some of Grey Goo units have uh, have abilities. Some of uh, a fair amount of um, Starcraft. Almost every unit has some sort of ability. Uh, most RTS games that I see today almost require units to have like not require, but like they put a huge emphasis on micromanaging the units. Whereas I think there's a lot to be said about games that focus more so on macro management and like managing just the the positioning of the armies not so much the individual units yeah because um i know we've especially with dawn of war i know i remember you, you have your champions for your army and then you yeah. can basically just take them apart from one unit and just move them across to another and just put put them together to another unit and just so he could, he could like give bonuses that way, and it looks like they have done that again in number three. Yeah, and that's a nice little touch, it's a nice little feature that uh, that you can do in um the actual Warhammer get the game. So really good to see that, and the new sort of aerial bombardment I've seen. Oh, oh, it looks it looks very nice. It looks very nice indeed. See, I, I haven't gotten very far in on either of the other two, but uh, are you able to, yeah. like, call in uh, an Exterminatus? Um, and just, like, end the game that way? I, I can't remember doing that in, uh, in Dawn of War. Because that would be a hilarious way to just end a match, is, like, have a tech research thing, and if if the match goes on for so long, and you have the building, and you complete the research... You can call in an exterminatus. All your dudes will leave, and then the enemy just loses as the screen goes white. <laughs> that would have been amazing. <laughs> Let's him wanted it. <laughs> Put it in there that way, because uh, no, the only thing I seem to remember was being able to like use the uh, the bombardment at some bits, but in this one you can move it around. Whereas in the other two, you couldn't. You just pointed it and went, okay, bring down. And then just, if, if the army that you are trying to hit had buggered off by this, it's like, oh. Well, that screws me. <sighs> How long to recharges? <laughs> Too long. It's like, countdown. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, um, anything else you've been playing, mate? Um... There was something else that I poked my head into that I don't remember. Yeah. It was something survival-y. Anyways, <laughs> uh, moving on. <laughs> it wasn't Resident Evil 7 survival-y, was it? It, it, wasn't, it wasn't that survival-y. <laughs> it's a shame because, you know, you, you were looking and went, oh, oh yeah, there's a zombie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's dead now. <laughs> Just carry on. <laughs> Yeah, this sort of way of just yeah, it ain't scaring me. <laughs> but it's the same game, so there you go. Um, but yeah, so uh, if that's everything you've been playing this week, mate, 
I shall do my one now, otherwise we're gonna have a like a blank screen and silence while James is out about doing stuff. Um, uh, dead air is our favorite air. Hmm. Not Perrier. <laughs> See, there you go. There's dead air. Right. <laughs> what I've been playing this week. Um, okay. I'm going to start off by saying there was a humble bundle out at the moment uh, for Star Wars. You can get about 14 Star Wars games for about $14. Which, frankly, is a damn good offer, even if it does include, like, Force Unleashed 1 and 2. So I decided to pick those up. And there's also part of it, Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2 is there. So I decided, okay, which Star Wars game should I try? Which one should I load up that I really should? And Knights of the Old Republic was it first thing I, I i tried was obviously something that they said in steam before when they were up there so went yeah you can use your control pad on all your games now for it brilliant i thought i'm holding it i'm holding the actual controller right waiting for it to start and it's okay 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 and it's doing nothing so i was like move the mouse and it's like yeah this isn't moving the controller is it you bastards but um i'm i'm fairly yeah, I'm really, really, really sort of at the tutorial stage of this. And it's, yeah, I'm going to have to go through it more before I can say what I think of it. Um, I mean, I didn't really play too much else this week because, you know, obviously with having the having the cold, I can't, couldn't really be asked to play much, you know. Um, but I did manage to do some streamy stuff. Um, I, I went back to Epic Quest uh, for Pinball Tuesday this week. Now, I say go back to Epic Quest because if you look on our YouTube channel, there is one that is showing how I did a billion score on this table. And I tried to compete against that. I tried to think, could I be good enough to actually replicate that? Answer, no. No, I couldn't. <laughs> I got to about 250 mil, but nowhere near as 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 good as I was on there. So it's like it's like my body is deciding to sandbag again. It sucks really, but there you go. Um, I played Smash Up because uh, I know you got that recently, didn't you, Chris? Uh, I opened it. I didn't play it yet, <laughs> but I have it. <laughs> I mean, if you're around next time we're we're on for for you know for a bit of smash up, you're more than welcome to join us because it's it it's much better when you're playing against someone rather than AI. Because um, did you get the, have you got the base pack with it or did you get the five nine nine pack like the starter pack? I don't think I got either. Question mark. Because um, it adds to things about two or three more factions as part of the start pack. Uh, yeah, I, I literally launched the game and then ended up closing it because I was like, I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> not not <laughs> the, for the game, by the way. Not because of the game, but because it was about 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> so yeah, so me and Gina decided to play that for the stream this Thursday because 
we're, we're doing a sort of a, a trying to be a multiplayer stream now on a Thursday night to you know to add a little bit more to our channel to you know to stuff. And this week we decided to play Smash Up, which if you don't know what it is, it's like a card game where you get two factions, you push them together, and they're your deck. That's your deck to try and take bases to build up a score of fifteen. Now to to take the bases, you have like a point limit. And you have to try and reach reader cards. Now, the cut, how you score that is you have on your little minions that you can use is a little score on there, like almost like hit points. And that's what you use to try and keep on the base to build up. You, you hit a certain point, tr the base pops and triggers, and then you score according to the number of where you would where your your you you would be in so let's say if you're facing against two other people if you're first on that base chances are you'll score the highest not always though depending on the rule or the, or the base but you know that's that's kind of where how, how you play it and it's actually quite fun because you, you can get a uh, kittens faction on there so you can get like kittens and zombies pirates and aliens so it, it, once they catch up to the main game that's out, this could be fun. This could be absolutely mental. With that, because you can play like the Will Wheaton card in this from, from Geek and Sundry. They do have one. <laughs> um, <laughs> I played some more um, Euro Truck Simulator because I did a poll last week saying what do people want me to play on the first bit, and that one. Today, I decided to play over 2,000 miles worth of this, <laughs> including me going down the, the wrong way on a two, you know, on the, on the system in the UK. Now, you think I would know better by now, wouldn't you? <laughs> Which side of the fucking road we drive on here? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I got away with it as well. I actually got away with it. They didn't find me for this. The only time they find me is when I was coming out of a, a rest area, rest stop area. And apparently I went the wrong way in that way. 100, 100 euro fine. It's like, really? So I'm going down the wrong way of a dual carriageway here, trying to cross over where the lights are. Nothing. I pull out the rest stop area wrong. And they, they, they get me for it. It's like, um, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and also one of the bits, when I streamed it, I crashed a lot more. Performance anxiety. <laughs> Performance anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Because there was like a little mini that came up and it almost immediately I pull out of, where, of the, the, the pickup point. And it's just, it, I just immediately turn around and smack. It's a car that's like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Then, then you sort of relax and calm down a little bit and then you sort of start talking to people in chat and then you forget what you're doing and then you look up next and then the, the, the row of cars have stopped so you run into them it's like fuck <laughs> so yeah yeah that, that that was that was something <laughs> um i played mafia free the start of this for uh late night lard now, I can see where the controversy is of this game. And 
I can see what they've done in terms of to help streamers with this, which I'll get to in a second. But if you don't know about Matthew Free, it's set in the 60s. Around the time when racism and sexism and bigotry... Black exploitation. Yeah. Black exploitation, as James is saying, it's like, um, it was high. I mean, that's not to say it still isn't high in this day and age, but, you know, you, you add an extra, what, 20% to that? Because we kind of nowadays go, hang on, that's a bit wrong. We shouldn't be doing this. Whereas in the 60s, they were just starting to go. Mm, desegregation. That's... that's when desegregation was starting. Yeah. So, you know, 2K wanted to make a game. If it was in that area, as authentic as they could with a history time, you know, the history, you had to pick the time period. So there is a lot of language in there that I can't obviously, and will not repeat because it's, you know, abhorrent as they said, they, they've also backed up and said, yeah, we don't like using it, but because it's the time period, we used it. It's, I can't say I really like it to begin with. I mean, I don't think it's, I've played too much of it. I've, you know, two hours, the firefights in there are tough. You know, if you don't, be a bit more strategic in there rather than just gears of war-esque sort of wait behind the wait behind cover pop out kill something carry on if you do that they're gonna flank you a lot better than what they do in, in gears and kill you quicker which surprised me is like hang on i don't remember mafia 2 being like this i do remember mafia 2 having the playboy magazines i don't know which when when you go when you get when your main character gets back home, and goes back down to where he in the basement of all places he he sleeps in decides to and oh look there's a porn mag for you, you can pick that up, look at it later because you know don't want to look at it on Twitch because because as funny as that would be, I would still want to have my channel on Twitch thank you you know, but. The, now the streamer part that I was on about we mentioned this a while back when we were talking about the Bioshock debacle with, where you just cannot stream it unless you have a capture card or PC 2k this time have decided to, to mute the soundtrack when you're streaming it I believe it takes out some of the vocals as well depending on what they are where they are which is a shame, really, because the soundtrack is so very good. You know, you're you're bombing along to like James Brown or Little Richard. It's it's it's, it's awesome. So you know, if you're watching people streaming, some of them are just bouncing along. Da, 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 da. This is really good music. You should be hearing this. <laughs> well, I, and people are going to look like you're mad, but oh well. <laughs> When's that happen? When's that different before us? And then finally, it was the Rocket League tournament again. Well, tournament. I say tournament. It was um, the community night. Had a fucking cracking game uh, midstream of it. Um, but I just see it was on fire. You know, I was just like being able to dribble the ball, was bouncing the ball off near, near the post so someone else can come in and clean up. It was just it was really, really fantastic game. And for a long time, it put Carl and myself together as a team for a two-on-two 
and we were having really close matches, but we were winning it by one, one each time. Whether it's mostly in overtime as well, but no boo this week in in the game. There was there was so there was no you know there was no Vinnie Jonesing of any of us, and we missed you as well, Spike. Yeah, you know, James. Well, you know, we we missed you being a part of that this week. A snowstorm. Yeah. I had to shovel. I had to shovel, and shoveling makes me sleepy. Also, (laughs) beer does that too. So, (laughs) beer shovel. Because think about it, you you put you you shovel, you take a drink. You gotta shovel. You take. (laughs) You gotta get rid of the back pain somehow. It's either beer will deaden it. Yeah. Well, well, beer mixed with like you know, painkillers tends to tends to make everybody feel really good. <laughs> yes, that's not yes, what I'm doing does. right now either. No, no, because we do not endorse that in any way, shape, or form. We endorse both <laughs> beer and painkillers, just not at the same time. No, never the sh- never the twain should meet. But. <laughs> But that was what I've been playing this week, in between, like, you know, recovering. So, matey, James, what have you been playing? I've been streaming when Will can't. I streamed twice. It's, it's a big deal. Um, so I streamed some more Stellaris, which people seem to enjoy, and they want us to keep going. So uh, we have the, the Tig Whippies community. Uh Trying to conquer the galaxy by making everybody a part of our community. And then I streamed some Division. Because that's still a game. Surprisingly. <laughs> the servers are still going? Yeah, no. it's it's it, They got another patch coming out soon. 1.6 with like the, the third expansion, DLC. So if you've got that gold edition, you can... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but we started a new game, and um, Mr. Smith joined me for the majority of it, and it was, like, really kind of enjoying kind of, like, the... It's the start of a new game, kind of, like, seeing it as, like, a first-person experience, like, watching the story. Um, And after playing those two, it got me kind of into playing third-person shooters for a bit. So I I started recording and playing Mass Effect 3. Well, how are you finding that? I've beaten it. So, and I'm going back to it, and I, it was kind of like one of those things where I like I want to go back to it and really kind of like I blazed through that game to beat it because I wanted to beat it. I'm really taking my time now to kind of like play the game, and I think yeah. because I'm recording it, I'm recording it for YouTube. I'm not talking in it. I'm actually doing this as a quiet playthrough because I think there's enough dialogue in that game, even between the banter during firefight sequences that. Any voiceover on my part will kind of ruin the experience, so it's it's almost it's it's a silent let's play. But once again, it's a it's a Bioware game. Yeah, they'll do the talking for you. They do plenty of the talking for me. Yeah, I mean, even like the first the first because I I was recording it when uh, Kim was over and she was sleeping, so the first half an hour of the game is like just, just me playing quietly, and I was going to talk in it eventually, but I was like. I got to the end and like I got to like the title sequence and it goes Mass Effect Three. I was like, really? I I don't need to say anything here. This this is this is perfect. And so now it's just me kind of playing through it and like there I do do cuts, you know, where like there's like the whole admin of like me leveling people up and stuff. I don't keep that in the game. 
yeah. or like me level you know, doing that kind of stuff. But like when when like I go, it's basically like mission to mission. So you kind of get like the movie kind of feel. Like it's a fade out and then fade in when like they go to like the next story plot point, and then it's just from plot point A to plot point to plot point, you know, the next plot point, and it runs through that entire section. And that's how I'm kind of basing the game. Oh, cool. Because I know there's, there is, if, um, that there is a market out there for silent Let's Plays. Because I've heard a couple of people say about they wanted to have a silent Let's Play, and then, or we go to one and you hear someone immediately going, Hi there, guys, and welcome to, <laughs> you know. And it, it automatically feels like they've ruined it's ruined for them so there is a market out there for it yeah and the thing is though with it is i think it has to be the right kind of a game um mass effect to me fits that bill i think metal gear solid 4 would fit that perfectly as well because it, going back to that one i thought that was much more cinematic of a game than it was a uh, an actual game i actually play, beat metal gear solid 4 not because it had good game players, I guess, because I wanted to get to the next cutscene because I wanted to do advance the story. I was more interested in what was like the dialogue and everything was going on. Where like I couldn't really be bothered with the action sneaking sequence. Like, yeah, this is this is all freaking great and everything, but goddamn it, I want to see what's happening next. Um, <laughs> and then you got a whole stream of just like the cutscene. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, there's the whole thirty-minute cutscene, and then like. With you like bit smashing X, going through the microwave emitter, watching your friends like get murdered in like the the miniature cutting steps, and like that's the most intense. That's like the most draining and emotionally intense part. And for all intents and purposes, you're just spamming the X button. That's all you're doing. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's but it, it's just, it, but then it starts moving ever so slowly. And you just come on, just come on, just, just come on, just get to. I don't think you. I don't think you can that. lose that sequence, but it's a tension builder for sure, and a controller breaker. I didn't want to try to see whether I'd lo I could lose there. <laughs> you know, I, I think I got invested. Yeah, well, that's the, the gate. That's that's the beauty of it. It's like at, at once you've gotten to that point, the tension and everything has built to such a climax. That you are invested. You want to smash that X button. Nay, need to smash that X button. Because you do not want to know what the alternative is at that point. Because the action is hitting a peak. The drama is hitting the peak. And there you are going, I need this. So you smash the X button. Um, but for anybody who's watching my Mass Effects playthrough, it's on story and it's on casual. Which means, I'm not playing this because the game is hard. I'm playing this because I want to enjoy the story. And I think it's better for everybody involved. Also, I also am using an imported Mass Effect 1 to Mass Effect 2 to Mass Effect 3 character. So I started at level 30. So there's... I mean, so there's a little bit of a, a leeway there when it comes to that. And you think about it too, like, in a game where, like, it's... Shepard starts at level 1! It's like... It, no, no. I mean, in two it makes sense because you basically bionic manned him. You, you rebuilt him. You made him better, stronger, faster. That's that makes sense. But in this one, it's just like he's just been out of commission because they 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 took away his rank. 
You know, it's not like he forgot how to be a badass soldier. His rank was a special power. The stripes or it just sort of, just sort of took him over. But the thing is, like, sure, they took away he's a commander, he still has N7 training, and he's still the spec the council specter. Like, that didn't go away. So even if they're just like, you're no longer part of the Alliance military, you're gonna be like, peace, bro. I'm, I'm still Sparta, I'm still a specter, which means I'm taking the ship and there's nothing you can do about it, because you're a council race, so screw you guys, I'm going to the Citadel. <laughs> which is surprising really because if you keep it on the store on the story bits it does branch over the, the other two where in terms of your choices yep so you would think that they would allow you to keep your character with the bonuses and and this did once because i used the import mm. So I started at level 30 um to give you the highlights of my shepherd's backstory he was a war hero yeah, he's a, he was a spacer. Uh, Ashley Williams died. He romanced Liara, then he romanced Miranda. He's full Paragon, and he's a soldier. Uh, not any of the other specific classes. So that's pretty much like there's there's your background right there. Uh, and I kind of play him the way I've played most of my Mass Effects um, up to this point is where he's tired with the bullshit, and he tries to make the right decision, but. If people are like, oh, politic, politic, he's just like, cut the shit. This is what's <laughs> happening. You need to do this or you're going to die because I've been telling you about this for two other 60-hour fucking games. And did anybody want to listen to me? No. No, I was the crazy guy. Now look at this. You Now you're fucked. And you're saying, looking at me like, well, i got to withhold support. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you in the spaceship you rode in on. I'm taking your shit because I'm Commander Shepard. <laughs> are you are you going to punch the reporter? No. This is the question. She is a war asset, and anything that can help me win the war is okay in my book. This is a war for... I did. <laughs> I'm tired of your disingenuous situations. <laughs> yes, straight out. It's the right hook. No, I'm, 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 I'm also not above doing anything to get any type of advantage, which may run me into problems with renegades. But um, yeah. Also, Ashley's dead, so we don't really have to worry about that too much anymore, do we? No. She was. She, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. Besides from that, um, Stellaris. Uh, lots of Stellaris. I've been having a lot of fun with that. Still, just because that expansion they got coming out, man coming out soon you're gonna have mega structures you're gonna be able to build ring worlds colonies and dyson spheres christ <laughs> nice so very nice it's, it's a, the expansion of tig whiffy grows even more yes and, and i've actually learned a few other things that you can do uh my most favorite so far is um you can set yourself up as an authoritarian dictatorship and develop a caste system <laughs> And so you can you can enslave your own population or alien populations. And I found out that you can conquer a planet with an alien species on it, set them as slaves, and then set them as cattle so they become a food resource for your empire. <laughs> I'm not making this up. This was in, like, the most recent live stream that they did. <laughs> Secondly... 
you can then take them in that caste sex system. Instead of making them slaves, you can make them undesirables. Which then you can set them as food, and instead of like nurturing them and keeping them as um as like a food source, as like kind of like cattle, they will just purge them out, murder all of them, and just hunk all the bins, hunk all their bits into meat grinders, and then feed them to you. So you get more food up front, but you don't get to keep it over a period of time because you basically murder their population and commit genocide. You basically become the Duckins. Yeah. I mean, they're, and they're talking about this in the Dev Dire, and like they're showing it off, and I'm just like, I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> I mean, it's it's great. I, 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 you can let you play the way you want, but they're like, well, this was a radish species. They're a fungaloid that had a radish head. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. But what if you meet the space foxes? <clears throat> it, are, are you just going to gonna like just murder space foxes for food that's um that's a thing it's, <laughs> it's gonna, an interesting choice <laughs> it's, it's, it's gonna make you like once again it's like you look at like what kind of empire you're playing and you're like oh i can uh i can do this i i feel a little uncomfortable right now do i but i need food badly because if not the great tig granted i'm going to say right now tig whippies does not promote slavery in the game we are not slavers we want to be friends and build the community through mutual trust and agreement so we don't believe in we don't believe in slaves we don't we, everybody should be mutually able to do what they want uh there's just a slight disclaimer uh slave under the bdsm term is still valid uh, if you guys uh, certainly want to go and do that, that is also welcome. But uh, yeah. we're we're not going to set it as a caste system. Yeah, we're not. Uh, we're not. We're not a choice. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I believe that we the um, the Tigwibbies community is a research republic. So we have a board of director of researchers that help govern it for that are elected every with a director that's elected every forty years. Just as long as we don't have a uh, have one that's stupid. Mm. <laughs> what what was that senator they called him the other day? A floofer faced shit gibbon. We may. <laughs> I believe that was. <laughs> well, loafer face shit uh, shit gibbon. I believe it was that <laughs> he was called by a senator. <laughs> I do uh, have to, to ask... distract for politics. Uh, C nine is now seven zero. Uh, uh, Team Liquid is now uh, two five. C nine won the second out of uh, three, so uh, they're moving up. There you go. I just have one question. We're going to have to build a flagship at some point for our glorious Tig Whippies Navy. Um, right. What should we name it? The Warp Pickle. The Warp Pickle. <laughs> the Warp Pickle. Okay. Because <laughs> right now we are the glorious Tig Whippies community. And our home planet, of course, is called twitch.tv slash tgwpis. Please tell me that slash is uh is written out. I, please tell me all the words are written out. No, it's it, it's it's the actual web address. <laughs> um, followed up by uh, Twitter slash tgwpis as our next planet. Yes, 
So basically, all of the various social medias that we have are are our various planets. Because where else can people find us but on Twitch.tv? But the game won't play itself. Ah, the shameless plugs. I am planets. Yes, you're gonna have to keep building our uh, our presence on different social media. So that we don't run out of ones. Well, we've got Twitch. <laughs> well, remember, here's the thing with, with Stellaris. You can only have five core systems. And after that, you need to start building sectors. So when twitch.tv TGWPIS is too too big, it then becomes it's the twitch.tv uh, TGWPIS sector. Fair enough. See, nobody goes to the to the twi- to the uh, Tigwhippy's Tumblr sector. That's like just a that's just a weird place. That's where we, that's where we put all the strange people. Who are just like, hey, dude, I'm like the xenophobe, but I'm also a spiritualist. You, you send them there. That's you just sit in the corner. It's fine. You be you be you, but you can be you on Tumblr. Maybe, yeah, maybe then maybe all we'll... of a sudden they, they 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 become meat products. It's like, no, we're we're, we're not <laughs> that kind of community. Want to eat them? No, we're not we're not an authoritarian dictatorship, not yet because I don't have access to it. They don't have a release yet because they're just playing hot code. They have literally gone through like three generations of the game in the stream that they've been doing. Like they're like, we have global food now. We didn't have that in the last iteration we played. Hot code. It's also great when like the Paradox live streams the game and their live stream with Cure, who is like their live streaming community manager who also does plays Blood Bowl on YouTube. And the other guy he's playing with is the AI designer of the game. So <laughs> when he's sitting there going like playing the game with him, going, Oh, that's a bug, and he's writing down what bugs are showing up so they can fix it afterwards. I'm like, this is the best. Like this just shows you like it's it's game development in real time. Like they are beta testing the game, or I think it's alpha testing because it's hot it's hot code at this point. I'm assuming um, alpha testing the game in front of everybody, and they're writing down bugs as they come about. And it's just funny because I saw him at one point actually pause the game, go into the command console, and type in some lines and be like, "Okay, we fixed that problem." <laughs> Just right on stream. <laughs> Let's see how this works now. Ooh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's, that's. I also think they're um they're they're Dutch, so it's like even kind of like more like so he's like just the nicest guy in the world. Uh, if you ever get the chance to catch him on Thursdays, I highly recommend it. It's Paradox. They they're calling they're doing the 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 two the versus stream of Starcross Starfish. Where there's two starfish races. Both are cute starfishes, but one thinks everything is cute and everybody everything is cute in its own way and should be understood that way. One thinks that there's a level of cuteness, and those level of cutenesses should be in a caste system. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Stellaris. It's 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 a fun game. I, c- I couldn't make this up if I didn't play it myself and have done weird stuff. <laughs> you know, the only downside I always say about Solaris at the moment was the 23 views we got taken away from us by fucking YouTube. It's glitchy shit. That's, that's the downside. It's still one of the most successful live streams we've done. 
very true very true is that all you've been playing then mate yeah just just a lot of stellaris cool just upset about how do much we... stellaris i play <laughs> do do we have any shout outs at all no not really no. uh demon star 13's been doing a lot of final fantasy 15 streaming i think yes yeah, yes, she has. I mean, she's going to be streaming in a bit, or is right now. So, possibly right now. <laughs> possibly right now, we may be crossing the streams, and you, you know my feelings on crossing the streams. Yeah, we, we don't, we, 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 we don't, we don't cross the streams. So, yeah, I mean, once we're done here, go over and check her out. It's on you know twitch.tv forward slash Demon Star Thirteen because spelt with two R's. Like Brave Star. So we're gonna do it. I guess we're gonna do a Tig Whippies raid. We're gonna do a raid, right, guys? Like, we're gonna raid. Yep. We're gonna raid. We're gonna do a raid. Yep. We're gonna raid. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the only other shoutouts I'll, I'll have is for, to welcome back Lucky Mucky Ducky to the internet again because she had a little break, but she's now back. So welcome back, and you hopefully see her on the show very soon. And on that note. I'm going to call it there then. We're going to say thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. If you're listening to us on on iTunes or, you know, SoundCloud or Google Music Play. And we shall catch you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.